Irish NFL show. Firstly, thank you for listening to the show. We truly appreciate all our listeners. If you are enjoying the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show, and we would massively appreciate it. Also, reach out to us on social media. We love interacting with listeners and with fans from wherever you are in the world. And with that hey, said, on with today's with episode. Marie from the Steelers. Dan, a fantastic morning here in Coprac. It was a, a really special occasion. The, the support we saw here today was significant, and uh, just getting the chance to announce this this big occasion was special for us. How important is it that this event in particular was held in Crow Park, bearing in mind 1997, we see Cordell Stewart here today every time about those, form, those great moments within that game, albeit it was a preseason game, and the, the importance of potentially seeing an NFL game come to Dublin and Crow Park we, we potentially be awarded that game. It made too much sense for us to, to you know, make this announcement here, as you said, because of the 1997 game. We, we were the first NFL team to play a game in Ireland in this stadium, so we wanted to come back here. The Steelers have been founded on kind of long-term sustained success. Three head coaches since 1969, a GM which had Super Bowl success, and Kevin Colbert. The long-term longevity of him being in charge. Whilst this is a kind of a five-year agreement in a sense, are you looking more bigger picture of long-term that we see beyond the five? Years? Yeah, this is long-term uh, for us. The NFL has the five-year, um, you know, guideline there, but you know, th- this is a long-term play for us. We 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 don't plan to go anywhere anytime soon. And within the organization, I know you're here today, but back home, what's the sense of the, the, the recognition of the importance of this particular day, both from an NFL standpoint, the fans across the country yeah. and the Steelers organization? Yeah, so the, the, we're, we're very excited back home. My, my dad wishes he could have, could have been here at, he had other meetings, but he, he's watching with a, a close eye on, and on, uh, you know, what's being announced and, um, everyone's excited. day for all NFL fans across Ireland. Tonight have Henry Hudson, general manager of NFL UK. Henry, significant day for all Irish fans. It really is. Uh, it's a big day and you know I think it's incredible you know the commitment that the Steelers are making to this market and to, to um, you know to the NFL and to how they want to grow with the NFL fans in this market. Uh, I think it's it's a very special moment. When the program started in 2021 and we had 18 teams signed into, did you foresee Ireland within the program at that stage? I know certain teams were very keen on particular countries. Um, did you see it evolving where Ireland would become a major player in this? I did, and I'll tell you why. I think, you know, partly I'd had some insight having worked with the Steelers during the, the lead up to it, and Ireland was on their minds back then. But also, and it was said today over and over again, because of that authentic connection that the Steelers, and by the way, a number of other families have with Ireland. Um, I think it was always inevitable. I think it happened at the right time and with the right team to come in here and do it for the first time. Um, but I, 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 I definitely, you know, it was no doubt in my mind that Ireland, with the NFL fan base that there already is, and with the connections to the NFL that there are, was going to be one of those markets. This week, we've essentially seen the second wave because it's not just about the Steelers today. You've got the Jaguars. We've seen the, the Saints and the Falcons, Germany and France this week. In terms of where the NFL see this program, are we ahead of the curve where we thought we'd be two years ago in terms of the teams signing up? And when do you see a scenario potentially where all 22 teams will be involved? Yeah, I mean, I think 
what's really interesting about the first year of the program is how you know different teams have approached it in different ways probably not surprising the 32 teams are very different entities um and i think it's exciting to see you know some and there's no right way or wrong way but there are some that have gone in and said okay we're going to be about grassroots and growing through participation for example some who've gone and said right we're looking for media partnerships and and we're going to do it that way some that have said that we're looking for commercial partnerships and, you know, a few teams are beginning to say, OK, year two, we're going to evolve in different directions. Um, I think um, the program is evolving. Um, I think we're probably about where exactly where we thought we'd be two years in. Getting to 32 is interesting because I think the other ones are looking to see, you know, some ta probably the reason they haven't dived in yeah. so far is either because they're very focused on their actual home market. Yeah. Um, in the US or because they're looking for really tangible results that they want to be able to measure and say okay we can now we know we can replicate this um, and it really depends what area of focus it is if it's if it's on the the revenue side I think we've been very open with all 32 clubs that have inquired about this it's a slow burn it's going to take some time you've got to come in you've got to be like the Steelers and have that authentic connection in order to be able to to kind of you know to build the the commercial side of your business but the starting point is building the fan base. And from a, I suppose from a playing standpoint, you, we heard the conversations today about 1997. The stadium yeah. has changed so much yeah. since then. Cardell's shirt seems to be overall, but in fact, he remembers the stadium as it was then compared to how it is now. With it, he was telling me last night that only one side of the stadium was here. Yeah. 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 They were in redevelopment. Yeah, that, exactly. That's a period. So. I haven't been here in the city. You can recognize why Irish fans truly believe an NFL game yeah. is worthy of being in the stadium. Yeah, it's a fantastic venue. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, we've proved in multiple markets, selling out NFL games internationally is not terribly difficult. Yeah. We we will we would get there. If we came here and there was an NFL game here, I I feel very confident that Croke Park would be full of, of very excited, happy fans. And personally, from your own personal standpoint, having moved from the States back to the UK, taking on this uh, crucial role within the NFL UK over the past year. How rewarding is to be at days like this for, for you personally? It's great. It's great. I mean, and also it's good to see the fruits of, you know, people's ambition and, and hard work. Um, I've worked with the Steelers on this program, probably going back to, you know, we, we met with Dan Rooney in September of last year, I think. And that's when we really sort of started focusing on this. So it's been a long time in the making and, and it's exciting to see it. And, you know, it's exciting because it's not the end of a journey. It's the start of something very, very exciting for Ireland. And, and so while today's fantastic, I look forward to see those milestones that will be taken over the next year, few years to, to for the Steelers to, to grow and be present in the market. We recognize it's a busy day for you and for your team. So we really appreciate you taking time out to join us on the NFL show here at Crow Park. And one is truly a significant day for Ireland. significant day for all Irish NFL fans with the Steelers announcement. Delighted to have Brett Cosper here this morning. Brett, a man who's well known in Ireland because of the CEO rugby role in which you had it. How rewarding is it to be back in Dublin today in this particular day? Fantastic to be back and it's a special day, an announcement by the Steelers with a special relationship with Ireland which they've had for a long time but they're kind of turning that into a in, into an engagement over time for their fans here in this market. So uh, it's, it's a really special day and a beautiful day too. A lovely sunny day. I know you talked about the weather during the press, press conference, but for people who live here, we're very much aware these days don't happen. Doesn't happen as much yeah. as we'd like, yeah. When you were on the Irish NFL show a couple of years back, you spoke about the pyramids with this particular project in terms of it's not just about growing the marketing rights, it's about developing 
the game in terms of the mindset, people understanding the game, recognizing it, and potentially developing players. And we've seen the international NFL program be so successful, predominantly with people in the UK and various different other countries. Are we in a situation there where this will also be really something of importance to people within Ireland who want to play the game? No, no, definitely. I think and that pyramid at the base of that pyramid was flag football. We know that when players touch that ball, they become fans for life, but it also opens up pathways for players, men and women. We know that we're bidding to be at the Olympics in 2028 as well. Whether that happens or not, we will still continue our commitment with flag football and so on. So that international player pathway that may begin in flag or may begin elsewhere is very important to us. We want to bring local and create local heroes in the NFL from those markets because we know that there's a spike in interest and a greater engagement from those markets when one of theirs actually makes it to the NFL. So we've got Academy in the UK. We're in talks about potentially, possibly in the future, doing one in, in, in the Southern Hemisphere as well. And we're reaping good benefits into the college scholarship program and then on to the NFL, hopefully soon. We spoke to Henry earlier about the fact that there's still a number of teams that haven't signed into the program. He's saw it as a kind of a wait and see approach from certain teams. Certain teams have various different business models that they would look at. There'll be certain teams that are kind of doing things in which they would look at from the landscape of the program. Do you, this is essentially the second wave. You see the third wave and four teams kind of recognizing the importance of this and coming on board. Yeah, I think, it, and, and no one's saying I want to leave. <laughs> so they've committed for a yeah. longer period of time, obviously. But no, I think the direction of travel is for more. 22 teams of the 32s is, is a lot. Yeah. And I think the others aren't saying we won't. They're saying not now, not yet, but, but I think they will come on board eventually as well. So you know, some, some, some teams are a bit more cautious than others, but the direction of travel is strong. And we spoke today about a five-year term, but realistically for the Steelers, bear in mind the nature of how they do their business, the longevity of success, the, the fact they don't think to, don't do changes very often. This seems to be something that they really are committed to beyond the five years. And this is something that could potentially grow for a year on year. Beyond. I, th- I think so. I think this is hopefully, uh, you know, there's a momentum in this program now where it's here to stay and it's here to get bigger and it's here to engage fans more and give fans more opportunity of engaging with the club and with the NFL. We've seen the sustained success of the college game here in Ireland. We, you know, we've touched on the fact that there's going to be a unique amount of people over in August for the game. And we've seen college games here previously, you know, before they kind of sustained, I suppose, security around Viva and the game's been played there. Like, the million dollar question for everybody today is when is NFL going to happen here? I don't think necessarily that needs to be answered today, but there's very much what was taken from today. No, we can't answer it. <laughs> but what was taken from today was there certainly seems like a commitment and a desire and a hunger for everybody involved to have a game here one day. Yeah, look, I think the fact that the Steelers are here um, in the way that they're here as, yeah. a, as, a, as a global market program club, that possibility now is a possibility. Whereas before, I don't think it would have been. So you, if you've got clubs that are looking in their long-term plans at potentially putting a game on, then it's, then it's more of a chance to happen. Yeah. So let's see let's see what they plan. Let's see what happens. A very busy day for you and your team. So we really appreciate you taking time out for the Irish Centre Show. Great pleasure to, to, to be with you. Back again, Co Park. Thanks for your time. Show in Crow Park. Delighted to be joined by Cardell Stewart, the quarter, former quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. How does it feel to be back in Dublin on a significant it's, day? It's beautiful. Um, from what you guys say, it doesn't look this beautiful all the time. Uh, the skies are pretty blue. I remember last time I came in '97. Uh, that was my first time starting as a full-time quarterback for the Steelers, and so to have an opportunity to do it here in this country, uh, considering all the work that the Rooney family has done dating back to the 1800s and more specific uh, what 
the late Dan Rooney's done and started in 1976 uh, with the Ireland Fund, uh, which taps into 32 counties throughout this country. Uh, it's pretty phenomenal. And then we had a chance to bring home the Waterford Crystal, which we know the Waterford Crystal Trophy is actually made here in this country, which is where it all starts. So on the Irish NFL show, we interviewed Coach Cower a number of years ago, yeah. and that was the first time that we got hold of that story in which he spoke about the night before that game, mm-hmm. evening meal, and he was tipped on the shoulder and, and made aware he needs to come home with that trophy. <laughs> and the game plan was changed, and the offensive coordinator was saying, are you sure you really want to go in with this game right, plan? Because right. this is more of a season-type yeah. game plan. Yeah, so yeah. we need to win that trophy for, for the Roonies. Yeah, Do you recall yeah. that conversation? Well, you, you understood it in conversation indirectly when it came to the, to the speech that we needed to have coming to the game. Uh, while we know it was a preseason game, it was one that we needed to get started off on a good foot. And what did that mean? We went 7-11 in the first quarter for 131 yards and up 10 nothing in the first quarter. And then after that, I came out. So uh, we kind of did our part as a first crew, yeah. first team. And then everything else happened after that. We ended up winning the game. So um, it was about getting that trophy, one of the most beautiful trophies I would say we have back on the shelves back in Pittsburgh outside of the uh, Vince Lombardi trophy, which is a Super Bowl trophy. But uh, great significance uh, when it comes to that trophy and, 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 and what it meant to us in that game and how significant that was for that family, for the Rooney family. In terms of regular season games, obviously since 2007 we've had the games in the UK. Now we've also London, sorry, London, Germany, and obviously the games that go with Mexico. When you take a step back, bear in mind, you look at your career and how focused the game predominantly was in the States. Are you taken back by the love and desire of this game across globally, not just Ireland, the UK, across Europe? Well, it's around the world, truthfully. Because uh, in 96 we played in the Japan Bowl against the San Diego Chargers. And outside of playing here in 97, uh, we ended up playing in Mexico City against the Indianapolis Colts, uh, which was Peyton Manning. So we've, we've done it a few times. Uh, but we know it's more relevant now throughout the National Football League in the sense of doing it during a regular season as opposed to the preseason. We see that, what is it, Frankfurt, where they're having games, over in London when they're having games. And, and it's, been, it's been really good, I think, for the National Football League. But it would be even better to have one here with the Steelers here in Ireland, considering the family ties uh, that are here and then it has the venue now because if you look at the stadium now the east side was the only side we had when I was here so all of this has been built up since along with the hill 16 that you have in the back in on the north side of the stadium it's been implemented too as well so it's it's 80 plus thousand seats including some standings um, here to the point where it can, it can facilitate a, a now American football game in a regular season as we bring back fond memories of that particular game, when you, when you stepped into this stadium today, you touched it on there, how different it looks, and obviously there was a lot of development taking place at the time in which the game was played. Are you taken back by such a great venue that we have here in Dublin? Yeah, you are. Um, you you kind of are proud a little bit because you were the beginning of something that could potentially spark some really great stuff. Uh, and to see this stadium evolve and the fan base evolve, um, over time, I was just talking to someone a minute ago saying how since we played that game in 97, how people really became involved, you know, involved with the National Football League brand uh, because there's so many other sports here, soccer and all the other things that you have here. Um, football wasn't one of them. Being that you do have a lot of kickers and punters, if you will, here, that would be a great opportunity, I think, for those guys with scouts that could come with the prospective teams from America uh, come here and play a game and, and possibly see those guys to give them a chance to play uh, American football. So um, 
they kick the balls they kick so far, why why wouldn't they have an opportunity or a chance, rather, uh, to have a chance to come over and do it? So it's remarkable remarkable what's taking place since 97 here in this country. An opportunity for, as you touched on, players in Ireland who have a, a love for the NFL and desire to get involved and play NFL footy. We saw last week uh, a former XF, XFL player, Dan Whelan, originally from Ireland, has signed um, to the Green Bay Packers as a punter. I mean, there you go. Potential force Irish. But that's, but that's where it starts. Yeah. All right. Everything is a, has a beginning stage. Um, he goes out and succeeds extremely well. They're going to look for more. You know, this is probably maybe the stomping grounds to find a kicker. Why not? Right. Uh, so it, it's 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 fitting to say the least uh, that you find athletes that know how to do what they do very well have chances, and if they're positioned well enough, they'll get the notoriety they need and the acknowledgement that allow them to have a chance, and that's all you want. As a former Steelers quarterback, you probably have an interesting take on Kenny Pickett obviously he didn't start last season initially he came in halfway through the season this will be his first full season as Steelers quarterback your expectations for him this season very impressed how he developed throughout the course of the, the small part of the season that she did well the thing is 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 first let's talk about his health with the with the concussions that he's had it may be cleared but still we have to be mindful of that but with that being said I thought he came in and played fairly well uh, but it was the musical chairs of he or Mitch Trubisky. And sometimes that can be tough, you know, when the guy you bring in to actually try to lead the helm as a, as a, as a veteran, he doesn't do well. So now you put the rookie kid in and all of a sudden that thing goes crazy and he gets concussed and before you know it, 